You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. This episode of Eight Minutes to Change Your Work Life is made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. Have you ever gone into work and thought to yourself, I'm not qualified for this job? That people might find out that you're not as good as they think you are? If you're listening to this, you've probably experienced imposter syndrome at some point in your life. From Mamma Mia, welcome to 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life, the podcast that's here to improve your productivity in just a few minutes. My name is Deborah Ho. I'm a viral productivity expert, and every week I'm in your ears giving you the hacks you need to make your work lives easier, simpler, and overall, just better. My name is Jessie Stevens. I'm an executive editor at Mamma Mia, and I'm also an author. I wrote Heartsick, which was released in 2021. I have absolutely experienced imposter syndrome, but I believe that all imposter syndrome I've ever felt has been incredibly warranted, and I have tried to use it to my advantage. So I felt like an absolute imposter when I was writing my first book. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I kept reminding myself that the first time we do anything, we're an imposter. I was attempting to break my way into an industry where I did not belong, where I had no credentials, where I had never proved to myself that I was able to do this thing. And so I think that sometimes it's a really normal and sensible part of taking risks. And in that way, it can be quite good to lean into it and appreciate that it's your body saying, and it's your mind saying, this is a new thing. And it's okay to be a little bit scared. With my book, I had absolutely no reason to believe I knew how to write a book or I would ever write a book. There was no evidence. I'm a very evidence-based person. And I was taking this enormous risk and trying this ridiculous project and I read this quote during the year that said in order to write a book you don't need to believe that you can write a book don't focus on that don't sit there and I would kind of try and manifest and try and make these big goals I did not believe that I would finish that book until I wrote that final sentence and so I think sometimes we focus on backing ourselves and you know I don't know, all of that kind of woo-woo stuff. But the reality is you just need to put one foot in front of the other until you do it. And authors that I know promise me that it gets easier, that once you've done it once, you have the assurance, I can do this, I can take more risks and I deserve to be here. Basically do and don't stew too much on those feelings. Don't lean into those feelings too much or let them take over. Don't let them paralyze you, which I have in the past absolutely been paralyzed because it is terrifying. And imposter syndrome is saying, you know, don't embarrass yourself. You don't belong here because you don't. And you're going to embarrass yourself and expose yourself for the fraud that you are. But there are points in every single person's career where you are a fraud, where you are faking it because you want to be somewhere But the second you realise that everyone's in the same boat 
and that with experience and with practice comes expertise and comes a little bit of confidence, then I think you can relax into it a little bit more. But knowing that everyone has felt that I think is quite vindicating. I don't think imposter syndrome ever goes away and, in fact, I don't think it should ever go away because hopefully we're constantly trying new things and trying to broaden our skill set. So every time we hit that wall where we go, "Uh uh-oh, this is going towards something I don't know how to do, then that feeling should set in and then that's a time to learn and sort of strengthen our skill set in order to feel more empowered um, and more knowledgeable in whatever that thing is. I think imposter syndrome is something that will pop up at really unexpected moments. So, for example, I make podcasts. I'm the host of a few podcasts on Mamma Mia. And recently we launched a new one and I was like, oh, well, I host podcasts. I know how to do this. And I had imposter syndrome all over again because it was a completely new format. It was a new genre and I did not know how to do it. And what I try and do when I'm really struggling with imposter syndrome is learn, is lean into learning. So whether that's reading a lot on something, learning the format. At the moment, for example, I'm writing my first fiction book, Imposter Syndrome All Over Again. While I'm writing, I'm also learning how the hell to write fiction because that's not a skill I have. So I'm reading every book on it, listening to every podcast, doing all these courses, and that's making me feel a little bit better equipped. But I also know that there will never be a point where I feel ready. And so you just sort of have to take the plunge eventually to get anything done. I'm no stranger to imposter syndrome myself. And everything Jessie said rings completely true. In the decade I've been making creative work and designing, I still feel like I'm a beginner and learning things as I go. And there are so many times where I don't feel like I have the depth of knowledge that people think I do. Every time I get a new task, my imposter syndrome kicks in and I start to worry. Yet time and time again, I figure it out and everyone is happy with the end results. And as the years have gone by, I've decided that worrying about people's expectations is not a helpful solution. When that feeling of nervousness kicks in, I just interpret it as a way to grow and get better, rather than feeling like I have to prove anything. If you're worried about disappointing people, just remember this. They don't just believe in you because of what you can offer them right now, but it's also about your potential, your willingness to learn, and your ability to figure things out when it gets tough. And when you stop and really think about it, the reason why we get imposter syndrome is because we know we can do better. And our standards and taste level is really high. If you thought you could do everything perfectly, it means there's no real chance to grow from where you are right now. Growth comes from every challenge we encounter in life. So embrace it. Today, we're finishing the show with something to make your work life just that little bit better with our presenting partners, Optus Business. Optus understands that finding the right partner for your business can be key to feeling confident. You need a partner who is right there when you grow and right there when things get challenging. With Optus Business Mobile Plus, your business mobile plan is yours to build the way you want. Partner with Optus Business for flexible mobile solutions. That's it for 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life this week. We'll see you again next week. 
This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. I'm Deb Ho, and I'll see you in the Mamma Mia app. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life was made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. The opinions and experiences in this podcast are those of our expert guests and should not be considered an endorsement by Optus. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.